You're listening to Trip 360 on Mousecapades Radio, sharing your magical moments and spreading pixie dust around the world. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts. Listeners, this is Vicki, and I'm here with Brad, Kaylee, and Joey. We pray that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 873, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that we can plan a magical trip for you anywhere in the world. Text mom for a free quote at 636-373-4497. Today we will be reviewing our family trip to Disney, which took place from Friday night, October 13th to Saturday, October 21st. We'll walk you through each day sharing our experiences and food intake, as well as some new tips and tricks we've acquired. This will be a two-part trip report since we were there for so many days and experienced so much. So we're going to kick it off with our first night, always the most exciting. So here we go. Okay, so Friday we flew out of St. Louis. Our flight was at 7.25 p.m., and luckily it was on time. I always get a little nervous for Friday flights because it's a busy travel day, but the flight stayed on time. Had a pretty uneventful flight. Two and a half hours in the air beats 18 hours on the road any day of the week. So we got there, and so we headed straight to the Mears Transport. We used Mears to get us to All-Star Music Resort, which is where we were staying that first night we got there. And so we got to our room at around 12.45 a.m. in the morning, which isn't too bad. We really weren't pressed to get in bed because we didn't have a park day that next day. And so Saturday, Vic, I'll let you take it from there. Well, first I wanted to say 12.45 is not bad because 18 hours later would have been late, late Saturday. That's true. So I didn't think that was bad at all. So on Saturday, we... Did Like Brad said, we didn't have anything pressing. I didn't make a park day because the whole reason we went in on Friday is the flight on Saturday was going to be $600 more for the four of us to fly there. And it was cheaper to stay one night at an all-store resort. And we still were saving $425, how much the tickets would have been to fly. So that's how this all happened. And Brad is famous for calling the kids know to ask for a late checkout. And so he scored a 1230 p.m. late checkout, which was nice. We ate a late lunch at Intermission Lounge, which is at All Star Music. And we did that because we had a reservation at one of our family favorite restaurants, which is Ohana. And it was a liner, which we're famous for, lunch and dinner at 345. So we chilled out around the resort until after we ate our little light lunch, took an Uber to Polynesian. We chilled out there. And then when it was time... For our reservation, we went to our food and it was it did not disappoint. I'll let everybody talk to that because that is one of our favorites, I know. I think I did well at that meal because I think we don't typically do the Ohana dinner. I know it was a dinner time, but we don't typically do that meal till later in the trip when I've been eating a 
I would say disgusting amount throughout Disney as most uh, if the listeners have gone they know it's just all good so it's hard to just be like well I'll get that next time even though I know I'll probably go again I just I'm always like I have to eat it now and I usually can work up and appetite and stretch my stomach a bit but this was my first disney meal so i think i didn't eat nearly as much as i normally do and i still ate a lot the steaks here are killer joey i know you love the pot stickers i could live off pot stickers from there we noted that we could all cut through the steak with like butter knives like it was not hard to cut the steak at all not at all and I was proud of us because I know for a fact, like Kaylee's talking about, we usually have it later in our trip, that they have brought us three or four of those skillets, embarrassingly but true, to our table. And we had the original one, and then we just asked them for a few extra things. And we that was probably the better way to go, for sure. And then we weren't disgustingly sick. We were full, but not disgustingly sick. So we left the restaurant and they all know that one of my favorite things to do is ride a boat. We rode one of the boats to the Magic Kingdom so that we could pick up a bus to get back to Coronado Springs Grandestino Tower. We hadn't been notified yet that our room wasn't ready. So I got to tell you that I was kind of hoping that I was going to get some pixie dusk anyway. We were staying club level. And so when I went up and asked the lady, she's like, I don't know why you weren't notified because your room is ready. And so we went up there and they have you, if you've never been club level, they have you check in with those people. You have your own concierge service and you check in with, you have to have a key card or you have to have your magic band to get in and out of that room. We went up there and they checked us all in. We explored a little bit. Like we said, we had just eaten, although we ate a couple snacks like fruit or whatever because they had some hors d'oeuvres out and then they're like so your room's ready it's it's real close it's right around the corner but we thought they meant like right around the corner it was literally next door to the lounge so and it was beautiful thing and we had a gorgeous view of epcot hollywood studios caribbean skyliner we could see tons of things from our room yeah joey figured out very quickly how to rewire or i don't know reset Enter the cheat code on the thermostat. (laughs) Yeah, he figured that out quickly because in the Disney resorts, they have it set that you can't set the air conditioning lower than 68. 68 and 69 is the lowest I'll ever turn a thermostat. And that is freezing for me. And I was I was sweating like crazy in that room. It was not 68 degrees in the slightest. But yes, that's the way to do it is you just go online, look up hotel thermostat override. And then there's only so many of them out there. So just scroll till you find one that looks like the thermostat you're looking at. And then there's a video out there that tells you how to override it. Uh, we did have, I did have to, I did do it twice. So maybe there's a timer. I don't know if they noticed it and reset it or like the cleaning lady noticed it and had the maintenance do it. Or if there's just a timer and it automatically resets, but it wasn't hard. It was like three buttons. And once I knew what it was, it took all of 10 seconds. The cool thing that we learned listeners is all the times we've been there, we never thought to ask for a fan and we all sleep with fans. You just have to ask housekeeping and they'll bring you an oscillating fan or a box fan. They actually brought us two. We had one for the bathroom and one for the room and it was glorious. Absolutely. It added white noise too. So like we all sleep with noise machines too. So like when I was getting ready in the morning, I really didn't even have to try that hard to be quiet because I was mostly up first. And so most of the time I wasn't really having to be that quiet. Like I was still cautious, but there was so much noise between our noise machines and the fans. Like it was kind of nice. So we all like just chilled out for the night at Grand Destino and then 
we decided to call it early and we had that rest day, which I think made a huge difference. We've typically not had that day. We've always just flown in late and then we do a park day right after, which after a week of teaching is always exhausting. And I think that rest day made a huge difference. So I'm hoping that's something we will continue to keep in our trip. If it's something you can afford to do, I would say do it, like take those rest days because it's a Disney tired is more fun than teacher tired, which I've been saying all week, but still the next day animal kingdom, but we wanted to rope drop so we could get to flight a passage. So we left our room at 6 30 AM. We weren't able to catch a bus though until 7 AM. And that's just kind of all based on luck. Like sometimes you catch a bus right when you get to the stop. Sometimes it's 20 minutes. Like it's just all kind of like up in the air. You never know. But we did manage to get to Animal Kingdom and we got there for early entry. The posted wait was 45 minutes, but we only waited 25 until we got into the pre-show room, like the first one, if you've ridden the ride. So that really was, that's not bad for that ride at all. So it was worth it. And right after that, we pretty much went over to Kilimanjaro Safari. It was a posted 35 minutes and we waited 30. So still underneath the wait time posted. And that's a trend that we noticed across this trip and other trips. Like we always try to track it if we can, just to make sure that that's still the trend because I don't know, I think it would be worse if it was the other way. Yeah, definitely. And I would say Kilimanjaro Safari, that was one of the most active safari rides we went on there. Um, as far as the animals that were out, we got to see the lions better than we ever really get to the, what was it? The cheetahs were out as well. Yes. Yeah. Like all the cheetahs, there were like seven. There was, there was a t- like a lot of those animals where it's like, oh yeah, you see them and they look like they're asleep and you can barely see them. Yeah. You could, you could see them very well. We got a good look at the lion and the lioness. So. The other thing to keep in mind with the flight of passage line is that 25 minutes was mostly walking through the queue. Yes. That's true too. Yeah. And for Kilimanjaro safaris, I believe, you know, it was still early enough. It was not in the heat of the day. So the animals tend to be more active in the early cool part of the day and in the evening cool part of the evening. So that was good timing, I believe. It would have been before eight, right? Yes. Everything that Kaylee's talked about so far on this day is before my normal operational hours of 9 (laughs) a.m. Yeah. So, yes, it was way before 9 a.m. that we were on Kilimanjaro. Well, by the time we rode the safari, we needed some food. Like yeah. we were all getting hungry because at that point um, we couldn't eat in the lounge before we left because breakfast is served at seven in the lounge and we left at 630. So we knew we weren't going to get breakfast like dad and Joey. We had bought them some trail mix the day before when we were staying at Art of, uh, not Art of Animation. We stayed at um, All Star Music because We knew that would be good just to have on hand. And it did come in handy because they ate some to keep themselves satisfied. And all I had was coffee. I don't even know if mom ate anything. No, I didn't. And so we were all hungry at that point. We just had like a little snacky breakfast. We got some like biscuit breakfast sandwiches that they had at a stand. I think we got a pretzel, some Cheetos. I think that was also in that. Like it was a really weird combination of food, but we just needed something. It was vacation. We can eat what we want. (laughs) we were like i guess we should probably go do expedition everest like while we ate we were kind of trying to map out where we were going to go next um because it is kind of up in the air you have to follow what the crowds are doing so mom and dad kind of continued resting where we were eating joey and i took off to do expedition everest which was posted at 40 minutes but we waited 27 like that ride i don't think we've ever waited the amount that it's been posted 
Uh, I think we did on some of our earlier trips, but it's that the, only the first couple. I can't think of a time in the last 10 years that we have waited the listed time on that ride. Ouch. That just made me feel old. <laughs> um, but after that, mom and dad met up with us and we just walked to the Finding Nemo musical. We timed it because we knew we'd have enough time to do Expedition Everest. That's like the best way to do it is we were looking at the wait time and we're like, okay, so even if we wait this full wait time and get off, are we going to make it to that show? And we knew we would. So we met up with them, headed straight there because it's like right along the path down the way from Expedition Everest. We went in and saw the musical, which that's a nice little 25 minute air conditioned break if you ever need one. And I highly recommend. And yeah, Joey, do you want to tell the funny part? Don't fall asleep, though. You can rest your eyes, but don't fall asleep because this poor guy was he was sleeping. He was at the front of the area where they walk through. So where like all the all the cast members walk through to perform. He was right behind them. And the guy playing Marlon just got so close to his face with with the Marlon like puppet. And he woke up and just all he could see is the Marlon puppet to maybe six inches from his face. He was panicked. Like nightmare fuel. Yeah, don't don't fall asleep because uh, <laughs> that might be how you wake up. I guess either that or make sure you're sitting in the middle of a row where nobody can get to you. Like, the <laughs> after, like so if you plan to nap, great, but make sure you're seated appropriately to do so so they can't interact with you. But right after that, we had to go to New Dinosaur because who knows how many um, rides we have left on it. And I'm very upset about that, but it was posted at 50 minutes and we did actually wait the full 50 minutes. They were letting a lot of lightning lanes through for this one. We think it was something from the morning they had shut down. So then they had to catch up on lightning lanes they had given out. I believe you're correct because I remember getting on the app and being disappointed seeing that it was down when everything else was running. And I was like, it better open because this is our day to ride it. And if we hadn't gotten to, I would probably have hopped just to go ride it myself. And and that one, I definitely, because when we got to the point where they were filtering in, like when they let a certain number of lightning lane and standby through, they were letting through like 10, 20, 30 parties before they let through one party out of the standby, which th- that indicates to me very much that they were prioritizing lightning lanes to catch up. Yeah. But after that, then we needed more food because at that point, I mean, it's funny when we like list it like this, you're like, we're eating again. But I mean, like time goes by. That's like oh, an hour and a half to two hours. And I mean, it was a snacky breakfast. It was not going to last us that long. So we ate some like good sustenance. Joey and I went to Restaurantosaurus, which I mobile ordered for us while we were in line for Dinosaur. Again, I know this is like if you're a planner like me, and you like to plan ahead for stuff, it's almost like a game. So in the line for Dinosaur, we were posting and like mobile ordering for this stuff. Joey got chicken tenders from Restaurantosaurus. Who's surprised. And so he got those, but mom and dad went to... Flame Tree Barbecue. Yeah, they had they went to the restroom, but then they were supposed to go to Flame Tree Barbecue. And Joey and I actually ended up beating them there because the mobile order was so fast at Restaurantosaurus that we picked it up, went to Flame Tree, and we picked up the mobile order, or we at least said here for Flame Tree, which was busier, and it was a busy time of day. Like, we don't typically recommend eating right around noon, but that just so happened to be when we ordered food. So that's what we did, and we all split some food because we had a reservation at Beaches and Cream later that night, so we didn't want to overdo it, but we knew we needed something to hold us over because I think Dad was really the only one that had eaten, like, protein the whole day. I was like, I need some meat. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think I had chicken that meal. I don't remember what I had from Restaurantosaurus. Because the chicken, I, I only remember getting chicken at Cosmic Rays. I don't remember what it was I got. Oh, no, you ate something. I thought it was chicken. I thought it was chicken, too, because they didn't have chicken at Flame Tree, and you wanted something basic. Perhaps. I have pictures of it. We can go back and look. Yeah, we'd have to go back. After we ate, then we went to do pictures in front of the Tree of Life. At this point, we were kind of thinking we could wind down our day at Animal Kingdom because we'd been there for a long time. We were tired. We were up for a long time. We took some pictures. Then we stopped for ice cream snacks because, like I said, the lunch was light enough that we got, like, some ice cream. I got, like, the chocolate banana. Dad and Joey got, um, or Mom and Joey got ice cream sandwiches i think i got a frozen lemonade and we put it we put it in the backpack <laughs> he did not realize how big it was yeah we were headed straight to the festival of the lion king and you can't bring food in there so the other ones that mom and i had were obviously we were able to eat those on the way but he was like i did not know this was that big so we ended up putting it in his backpack and it was a nice little treat when you got out <laughs> it had kind of melted so it was just a really sweet lemonade mm-hmm. so we did festival of the lion king And then we just decided we were going to head back because at that point we were like, we need to rest. Joey had some homework he had to complete for class. We could go into the lounge and eat some snacks there. And so that's what we did. We just rested. But when it came time to leave, we just took an Uber over to the beach club for our reservation at Beaches and Cream. And that was really good. That was um, mine and Joey's first time there. I don't know what Joey thought, but it was I thought it was really good. I like the vibes in there. It feels very family-owned 50s restaurant it's very much like a a 50s diner that's like what it feels like in there i don't know i liked that very different and the i mean the milkshakes were good i kind of think i'd be fine getting something at the pickup it's not one of those that i feel like i'd have to do every time but every once in a while it would be nice to do but it's not one of those ones i feel like we have to do it every trip also the sandwich i got was amazing the i think it was a reuben yeah You got a sandwich. Mom and I split a chicken sandwich, which was the play because we split. And then I had this giant milkshake and I was stuffed by the time we left. And we like mom said, she likes to take boats. So we took the boat to Hollywood Studios and then we took a bus back to the Grand Destino for the night. So that was not it was a gorgeous night to ride the boat. Mm -hmm. So we were living it up. I mean, I will say about Beaches and Cream, I mean, it's not the most spectacular food on Disney property above everything, but it's definitely above average and it's solid. So if you want a good meal with good vibes, that's a great place to go. Plus, I did get a picture of someone did get the kitchen sink, which is basically (laughs) a bunch of ice cream, chocolate. I can't even remember. All the toppings. Scoops of tons of the flavors of ice cream, and then it says covered in every topping we have. Okay, so when someone orders that, they turn the lights down, they spin a disco it's light. It's like a siren. A siren. But instead of, but instead of being red, it's orange or amber. And everybody claps, so it's kind of cool. So. And if you like Rubens, that like what Joey's talking about, they have homemade marble rye, top notch, delicious, and they have tots too. That's true. Not every place on property has tots. So I think it'd be great for families. Very family friendly there. We got back to the resort and we went in the lounge again and we watched fireworks and just chilled out. That room was so nice to just look out the window and see the view and chill out. Yeah. Like we took turns taking showers. We were winding down for the night because, I mean, we had a long day. And so we just, yeah, we were winding down. 
Moving into Monday, it's our Epcot day, and it was another day we got started far before Dad's operating hours. We left the room at about 7.50, caught the bus at 8, and we went to Epcot. I think this is a good point of what I had said about our yesterday's bus was we left the room at 6.30 and we didn't catch a bus till 7. This is 10 minutes we waited for a bus. So it just is real. It fluctuates like you get lucky. I really wish they had that feature on the app based on where you were staying. Disney, if you're listening, like Disney knows where you're staying. So I kind of wish that was a page in the My Disney Experience there's that's definitely something that confuses me because they have like screens up in the lounge that showed like reservation, like places that had open reservations or what the wait times were in the park. But a really important thing to have in the lounge would be minutes until the next bus arrives to pick you up from like it, having that like the same sign they have downstairs. Just put that same display up in the lounge and then, it, you know, you can wait around a little bit longer because the bus is coming. Yeah, I don't know if it's like too big of a distance thing that it's not accurate, but I'm like, I don't know why they don't just like display it through the app or if that's like going to cause too many issues, but that would be a game changer, like big time. So after we caught the bus, we went to Epcot and we rope dropped Soren. It was posted at 15 minutes. We waited 10 minutes. I will say that this morning I was feeling not great at all. And Soren or Soren over California is shakier than I remember it being. So I ended up not I I don't think I'll be riding Soren over California again and that definitely didn't help my stomach and then we went to Garden Grill for breakfast that was our first time there and again I wasn't feeling great so I didn't eat too much but from what you guys had you said everything seemed pretty good what I had I remember I liked yeah it was good and for those who don't know Garden Grill is just in that same lower pavilion it's in the land of the land yeah where Soren is yeah, we liked it. It It's not one that I think I'd have to repeat, but I'm glad we did it. Like, because we've been to Disney so much that it's like, how have we never done that before? But I'm glad we tried it. Mm-hmm. Um, we did figure out, we think it was like a mixture, you know, like you ride Soren over California, but then, you know, in the lounge, they have free beverages. Like we were having like pog juice mimosas and stuff, but Joey had had a truly right before he went to bed. And I've I've done far stronger than that and never had any of the effects the morning after. But um, I guess that one, apparently sugar does it. And uh, I guess the bath, not the kitchen sink, but the all the sugar we've been having throughout the day along with that did not help with soaring over California. So luckily he started feeling better. Like after breakfast time, he started improving, like after a lot of water and a little bit of food and everything. The one thing that's different at Garden Grill Breakfast was they did have that flank steak. And usually that's not something that they serve with you at breakfast. So that's something that interests you. It was very tender. Again, we were able to cut that with the side of our forks. So definitely something to consider. But like Kaylee said, I'm not sure that I'm not saying we won't ever go back there again. But there's so many other breakfasts that I liked better that I think I'll just go to those. But it was good to go and have the experience Mm -hmm. so I could speak to you guys as listeners and to my clients. Yeah. And after that, we made our way over to Moana Journey of Water with the virtual queue. We waited 15 minutes after we got in from the virtual queue. From what I saw, this was this is this was a walkthrough attraction in Epcot. And from what I saw, I was very impressed with it and don't understand its purpose until it is truly a walkthrough requiring the virtual queue is a bit odd for that experience but um i think once it is more of just walk up and walk through it i think that's where it's gonna really pop off as an attraction and people are gonna like it more 
I agree. And I think it's because, well, this was the opening day. Like Disney yes. did a soft open for it the prior week, but we happened to be there on the opening day of this. And we joined the virtual queue right as it opened and we got in really fast. So we were some of the first people like officially going through it. And so there were huge lines to do the like attractions at each step, like each little portion there were lines and I mean, there weren't even really lines. People were cutting in front. Kids were like pushing through other people like and so you're kind of getting frustrated. And I've heard other people say it too, kind of what you were saying, Joey, like if you can wait till some of the nostalgia of it wears off or like the the shiny new. Yeah, the fact that it's new and you can wait till it's less popular then it may be a more enjoyable experience. Because in like three years, I could see that attraction getting less popular and having that make it much better. True. But I can see when it's the heat of the summer, people are going to be going in that big time. Mm -hmm. So after we did Journey of Water, Mom and Kaylee got their pass holder magnets because uh, they're supposed to get them. (laughs) These were different magnets than the ones that were mailed to the house. Okay, okay. Come out with different ones throughout the years and stuff. But yeah, so after they got their magnets, me and dad were just kind of chilling out in the tunnel between, it's like outside of connections when you're walking towards, um, what is that, Mission Space Test Track area? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we were just kind of hanging out on a bench there. And then after that, we went toward the showcase, started in Mexico and worked our way around. And that is the direction to go. I'm afraid to say that is the direction to go. It is like throughout the showcase, like we can kind of just breeze through it. But I mean, I was the one really stopping like in Mexico. I got a margarita. I got a cucumber margarita, which was very refreshing and new. And then once we got to China, I will be honest, I like drank the margarita way too fast, but I wanted (laughs) to get boba. And so mom and I both got a boba drink, but mine was alcoholic and hers was not. And I almost was like, man, we need to mix these because mine was strong. Like I'll tell you right now, they charge you a lot for drinks, but that one was worth every penny for how much alcohol was in mine. Cause wow. Mm-hmm. So then we were walking along, made some stops in Germany, got caramel corn, got a little gingerbread whoopie pie, which I was very proud of myself that I only took a bite of and then I made it last the whole rest of the week. I like snacked on it. Heck yeah. So we knew before we left on this trip that a lot of our students were going to be there and I offered to meet with them. So I contacted their parents and I had a set of parents reach out and they did meet with me that day. Theo, Patrick and Galen Davis. I currently have Theo. I didn't have Patrick, but Galen's in eighth grade now and I had him when I was still teaching second grade. So we took pictures in Japan. Then we headed to the French patisserie, which is one of our favorites. Kaylee got a beignet and... I don't remember what Joey got. Oh, Joey got nothing because he said he wasn't hungry, but Brad got a BLT. But again, that is the best bang for your buck to go to that patisserie. I always tell all my clients that. Get a baguette. Oh, the baguettes are super cheap. Yeah. I was laughing the the second day that we were there because I told Kaylee I saw a kid. He might have been three years old. And that's what he was chowing down on. He had a whole baguette to himself. Uh, Then we went to the Beauty and the Beast sing-along which is fun. I knew that some of them took a little nap during that time. And then we left the showcase. And on the way, we looked for uh, Brad to get a popcorn refill. And this lady, Flavia, that was working at the stand, she, so shout out to Flavia, if you're listening. Pulled some pixie dust. Yeah, she saw that it was Brad's birthday from his button and she gave him the refill for his birthday. And um, that's when we relaxed on the bench 
and met up with Brad's cousin on his dad's side of the family, Anthony. They come all the time. They're GBC members. We visited with them. While Kaylee and Joey went to ride Guardians of the Galaxy, um, it was posted as a 15-minute wait and they waited 45 minutes and that was with their boarding group. And Anthony's wife, Rebecca, and her, our, their oldest son also went, but they had a DAS pass. But they were in the line longer than you guys and rode it two times. I don't know. It was really weird. And after that, we said goodbye to them and we knew we might see him again the next day. We got the fry flight that every, well, Kaylee and Joey had had that last year. And I had heard that the pickle flight was amazing, or the pickle fries were amazing. So we got all of that and split it from the four of us. And Kaylee went to Simmering Sips and got the mimosa flight, which sad to say they got rid of the key lime that we told you guys all about last year. Then we went to Spaceship Earth and uh, Joey wanted to really ride that ride because he's afraid Judy Dench's voice is going to be removed when they do the update. Although at this time, the update is still on hold. As far as I know, it was posted as a 30 minute wait, but we only actually waited 15 minutes. The sad part was when we got in there, I don't know what I was thinking, but I got in backwards and I was turning around and I put the screen on Spanish mode. So then Joey couldn't even hear Judy Dench's voice anyway, or understand what they were saying. Cause Joey doesn't speak Spanish. She speaks French a very little bit. <laughs> I speak about as much French as I speak Spanish. And so we um, knew that our, our friends, the Millers, I had booked their trip and she uh, was my student teacher at one time. And two of the students have, one of them has Kaylee now and one of them had Kaylee before. And so we quickly jumped on the monorail, which is a cool thing, and headed to the Magic Kingdom. And we visited with them and it was massively crowded that night. And we had heard it was because there was a party the night before this was on Monday night. This was Monday night. And so it was totally packed. And Brad was, I could see, about to have a panic attack because there were so many people. So we just set a picture, told them to have a good trip. And if they need anything to let us know. And then we hurried back to the bus and we got on the bus pretty quickly, which was good because we left before the fireworks started or ended. And we headed to the Grand Destino. Kaylee said she wasn't very hungry, but she was afraid if she didn't eat something because that day we had snacked. We had had the breakfast. Yeah, we had the breakfast at Garden Grill, but then we had snacked, but not as much as we could have snacked. And so Kaylee said, well, just get me a child's cheeseburger. So we did that. And then Brad and Joey went and talked to the people at the pizza stand. They only list the personal pizzas, but you can ask them for a full size pizza. They ring it up as a large pizza and it's 28 bucks as compared to something a quarter the size for half the price. That was very, very good. So we slept in on Tuesday and that was mom's birthday. So we all just decided to sleep in. We all could use the sleep in because we had just done two park days. That's always better to do that. And we surprised her with a minivan. She didn't know we were going to do that. We were going to Uber to the beach club for our reservation at Cape May Cafe for breakfast. But she just told us to get a regular Uber. But then I was in charge of it. So I used Lyft and got a minivan. So that was a happy surprise. Joey and dad really enjoyed that because they've never been in a minivan. Um, Definitely worth the little bit of a splurge because you get a cast member to drive you. Then after our breakfast, which was very good, by the way, we had never done that breakfast and the characters were really interactive and the breakfast is very unique. You have an omelet bar, there's crepes, they had like very unique things there along with the typical waffles, eggs, biscuits, things like that. I don't know what you guys thought, but I know mom and Joey were in heaven with the omelet bar. I just loved the beach characters, the the characters in their beach clothes 
They were really interactive. Yes, I did love the omelet bar. You're right. But I love that they had the crepes. That was so different. I was trying to think what else. Oh, they had asparagus, which I know some people don't think of for breakfast, but it was delicious and just overall so unique. And that is one of the restaurants that your dad and I continually remember the iced tea being so fresh and delicious. So that's probably going to start being more of a regular breakfast spot for our family, at least when we go and once we finished our breakfast, then we we had a little bit of downtime because this was a non-park day. We were going to the Halloween party that night. So we took the boat to Hollywood Studios, then a bus back to Grand Destinos, took a little bit of time. And I started getting ready right away for the Halloween party because my costume was a little extensive. I was Yzma and Joey was Kronk from the Emperor's New Groove. Mom and dad were just Carl and Ellie, which was cute, but way less extensive to get ready. So... Once we were all ready, we left around 3.15 and we got in the park right around four o'clock. We ended up getting split up from mom and dad due to things we were forgetting, like phones. Joey forgot Kronk. He forgot the poison for Cusco. The poison. And so we had to go back for that. Like we were split up a little, but we got back together. We got some pictures. We um, met up with Anthony and his uh, wife again and his family. We got a brief picture with them. But then we went and did Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, which was fun to see a bunch of people in costumes in that like scenario. And then we went to dad's favorite, which was the People Mover, and met up with a cousin on dad's other side of the family for a quick picture. She didn't even have tickets to the Halloween party. Yeah, she was rushing the clock on that one. Shout out to Martha. They let her in like 10 minutes before the everybody else, like without a Halloween ticket, could even be in the park. And so she was able to scan in. We got to take a picture with her and say hi. Um, and mom actually had the smart idea for dinner. We didn't have a reservation, but we knew we're going to be eating a lot of junk that night. So we walked up to Skipper's Canteen, which Joey and dad had never tried. We wanted to take them there. We had a walk up. They were like, it's going to be 30 minutes. Can you wait? We said, sure. So we went and rode Pirates of the Caribbean, which was posted at 15 minutes. And we pretty much walked on it. It was a seven minute wait. And all of that wait was pretty much walking up until the last maybe minute and a half or so. Yeah. And I'd say like we got the text while we were in the ride that we were pretty much ready. So we got off the ride and went straight back to Skipper's Canteen. And then we waited maybe like five to 10 more minutes for our table. I'd say I'd say five. Yeah. And so we got that dinner. I don't know, dad, I think you liked that dinner a lot, like more than you thought you would, if I'm right. I don't know. Yes, because it didn't have a lot of mainstream things on the menu. Most of their stuff's kind of out there. But I went with the chicken, but it was really, really good. Mm -hmm. We were all happy with that meal. Like Joey and dad both really liked what they got. And I think we were all happy that we ate something with like protein that was going to hold us for a while because we all did get candy and treats for the night on the treat trails, which after the dinner, we were going through the treat trails, the picture spots. But we also got a Tron boarding group once they opened at 6 p.m. And this was dad and Joey's first time on the ride. And we waited 33 minutes to get to the front of the line once we scanned in. But mom and Joey have to ride the mobility car and we had to wait an additional 15 minutes in another line just for the mobility car because they have so few of them. So that added like almost half the time of our original wait onto the end. That is something to note. If you have people you know are going to ride mobility, just know you might be riding waiting longer for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so once we got off of that, the dad and Joey both enjoyed the ride. And they thought it was good. I think I enjoyed it. It, it might be a one and done depending on, I don't know. Again, um, 
my stomach is not what it used to be. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You were figuring that out on this trip. Yeah, sadly. After we rode Tron, we refilled the popcorn. As dad says, it is the most economic snack that Disney has to offer if you get a bucket and you just use it on refills. Absolutely. Um, and we watched fireworks while we got the popcorn bucket refill. We scouted a spot for the 11.15 p.m. parade because we wanted to go to the later parade. It's usually less busy from what we're told. And we scouted a spot from across the Hall of Presidents and watched the parade. We got a lot of character interaction from that one. I think because of Joey and I's costumes. Um, But a lot of villains were interacting with us because I was dressed as a villain and Kronk is like the sidekick to the villain. So You made one of the Lost Boys cry. Yeah, like a lot of the cast members were really interacting. So that was a fun parade to be a part of. And then we stopped at Sleepy Hollow in hopes to get dad a Coke Zero. If you're a Coke Zero fan, Magic Kingdom. Not your place. I think Brad Black would gladly start a petition and get people to sign it for them to add Coke Zero on all their menus. He's smiling. It was at two places. We know it was at, well, it's in the restaurants. We know they have it at Liberty Tree. Cosmic Rays. And, they know, and we know we have it at Casey's Corner, but both of those places, well, Casey's uh, Cosmic Rays was a treat trail and Casey's Corner was a zoo. So you have to pretty much it's all at places where you have to or, mobile order or you have to sit down. Like you can't go up to a standing at a Coke Zero, which is really disappointing. But we ended up finding a cinnamon funnel cake with cinnamon vanilla ice cream on top. So mom and I gladly split that. We didn't need it, but it was delicious. And we watched the stage show, which was very good with the mm-hmm. Sanderson sisters. And that was how we closed out the night because it was right at when the park closed, like midnight's when the show started. We watched the show. It was really good. And then we moseyed on out of the park. So that was a great way to, and the, we thought the party was fun. First time doing it for our family. And we really thought it was great. It was, it was great because you saw, we didn't really do the unique character meet and greets that some people did. We saw the unique characters in the parade, obviously, but it definitely was better than I thought it was going to be. And I really, really enjoyed the picture spots that we got as a family. And then you guys got for your crest costumes. I thought those turned out really, really good. Yes, very unique. It goes back to um, the rumors and news show that when this airs, it'll have been a week and a half prior when we were talking about the photo pass. It's definitely worth it for sure. You need to get a part, get that for sure. So I want to thank everybody for listening to us. We hope that you enjoyed part one of our family trip report. We will have the second part for you next Friday, which will be November the 10th. A few final reminders before we sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can text us at 636-373-4497. If you would like to book a trip to Disney or wherever, reach out for a free quote. Text mom at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show when mom dishes out all the latest rumors and news and chats with the gang. Well, everybody, I think it's about that time. Disney love. And pixie dust. Just keep swimming. No capes. Have a magical day, my friends. It's I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that was all started by a mouse.